You're listening to episode 11 of the Product Boss Podcast. In this episode, I go over the six different ways to make money on Amazon using products. And I was re-listening to this episode and cracking up because I realized that in my example that I'm giving in one of the ways of making money, I did my math completely wrong. So I said 35 minus 10 is 25, and then I start chatting, and then I said minus 2 is 18. But actually, you know, obviously 25 minus 2 is not 18, it is 23. So I was cracking up because my husband always jokes that our daughter, who's seven, gets all of her math skills from him. And I'm not going to lie, it's true, but I fight him tooth and nail on that, though I do believe that she gets her reading and comprehension from me. So no big deal, but I thought that was really funny. And um, before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk about our masterminds that are coming up. If you are a product-based business and you are looking for a hybrid of expert coaching and a peer mastermind setting and just getting a bunch of inspiration and guidance and just a great group to be around, you should definitely be a part of it. Our website for that is www.theproductboss.com slash mastermind. Let's get to talking about the six different ways you can make money on Amazon using products. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey product bosses, Mina here. Today I wanted to go over one of my favorite topics, which is Amazon. And I wanted to go over the six different ways that you can make money on Amazon using products. So there's tons of ways to make money on Amazon. This, These are specifically product-based ways and I'm excited to get started. So let's begin. So the first way is the very obvious way. It's what I'm doing now. It's selling your brand on Amazon. So I won't go over this in too much detail, but it's basically this is the case where you're the manufacturer and you're putting on the Amazon SKU and then you're sending it in and you're having it fulfilled by Amazon or you're fulfilling that um, those orders yourself. So that's the first way. The second way is called private labeling. This is actually where I first started and um, learned so much about Amazon. So this is where you are importing, usually from China, and you're taking that item and you're rebranding it and selling it onto Amazon. So the way that you do that is that you source the item and you find the item usually through Alibaba or other different places that have Um, a listing of manufacturers. So you can use Alibaba, you can use AliExpress, and I'll put these links into the show notes too. And then you source what you want to be selling on Amazon. And you should be looking at bestseller ranking to make sure that there is a market for it, for one. So the bestseller ranking is the ranking that Amazon gives all of its products. So it can go anywhere from one to, I don't know, hundreds of thousands. And if you have the one 
you are the most popular product in that category. So the closer to one, the better. And you also want to look for products that don't have too many reviews because that means that that particular product is really saturated and it'll be hard to break through with that particular product in the Amazon marketplace. So first things first, you pick out your what you want to be selling and then you try to source it on Alibaba. And then you get samples. You get samples by the contacting those manufacturers through Alibaba and paying for them to send those samples your way. When I was doing this, it would cost me somewhere around $50. Usually I would, for each manufacturer that I was going back and forth with, they would send me out I don't know, like four or five samples. Usually they have you pay for those samples too. The samples aren't usually very expensive, but it's the shipping that's very expensive. So it cost me $50 total for each manufacturer. I saw that as a cost of doing business because I wanted to make sure I tested out those products and then I was happy with the interaction and everything from that particular manufacturer. So I did this with three products when I first started. I had Binky Buddy, which was... um, pacifier clips, which you attach a pacifier and clip it onto your kid. And then I had chalksters, which were chalk markers. They were like fluorescent, water-based chalk markers. And then I had chill stick, which chill stick was a wine chilling stick that you would insert into the bottle and it would chill your entire bottle of wine. So all three of those actually did pretty well. Um, It was probably Chillstick that did the worst. I probably sold hundreds of Binky Buddy and Chalksters, whereas I only sold maybe dozens of Chillstick. I actually still have some inventory. The reason why I left private labeling is because I felt that it was really risky. I was having to wire my money over to China in the thousands just to pay for the inventory. You know, for chalk markers, it was like $6 a piece, and then I would have to pay for the minimum order quantity. So when you decide on your item that you want to sell, you pay for the sample and then you test it out yourself. And then once you're okay with it, you do have to place an order for a minimum order quantity. That might be a thousand, that might be 5,000, that might be 10,000. And then it takes, you know, a few weeks to get here from China. So that is the way that you go about private labeling. I've seen people make millions from this method. They do it by just learning the strategy and then layering on another product. So I had three products even on my own. There's some people that have hundreds of products and they just keep using this knowledge and this technique to make more money doing private labeling. The thing about private labeling though is that it's easy to enter the market because you're not manufacturing yourself. You're bringing what's already manufactured to the Amazon marketplace, but it's easy to exit too because the market gets really saturated and you're not able to break through with the number of reviews and getting onto that first page of Amazon. So the goal always is to get to the first page of Amazon because let's be real, nobody goes to page two or three or four when they're searching for something to buy on Amazon. So you really want to get onto that first page when somebody's looking for a particular item and then that is the way that you're making great sales on Amazon. So that was the second way, private labeling, where you're bringing the, importing those products and then putting your own brand on there. So when I'm saying Binky Buddy, Chalksters, and Chillstick, those are brand names that I came up with myself. That's packaging that I came up with myself. You know, that is a brand and a label that I put onto those items and then I sold on Amazon. And honestly, if I wasn't doing little labels and I hadn't figured out 
you know, that that's what the route that I wanted to do was to manufacture myself here in the United States, I would still be private labeling. The reason why people don't private label with items that are in the United States is because they're very, very hard to find. You will not find prices that beat China or even come close, especially when there's just so much that is manufactured in China or India or anywhere else where the cost of goods is just way cheaper and you're able to already have a finished product that you can put a different label on yourself. So that was the second way. The third way is retail arbitrage. Now, retail arbitrage is when you are going into a big superstore like Walmart or Target or anywhere else, really, maybe a mom and pop shop, and you're taking a clearance item, you're purchasing a clearance item for, let's say, $2, and then you're scanning the item to see what it sells for on Amazon. So let's say the item, let's say you have a battery-powered iron, and so you find it on clearance at Walmart for $2, and then you scan that barcode from the Amazon seller app. That's how you do it, is that you download the Amazon seller app, you scan the barcode, and it says this item is selling for $35 on Amazon. And so then it will do the math for you because it's usually around 15% that you're paying Amazon for that kind of that referral fee for you having that listing. And then also um, you're paying for the fulfillment by Amazon for them shipping it out. So let's say that costs you $10. So $35 minus $10 is $25. Minus $2, you know, that is $18. So you're left with an $18 profit, minus a couple bucks for having to send the item in via UPS too. When you're sending items in with retail arbitrage, it's really actually really cheap with Amazon because they have a partnership with UPS. So then I've never even ever paid more than like six or seven dollars, you know, for like a gigantic box. So you're getting all these items on clearance, whether at any stores, and you're reselling them on Amazon. Amazon does have restrictions. So if it's something that's like licensed, like Paw Patrol or Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or any of that stuff, it'll show on the product listing when you scan the item in. So you're able to see the bestseller ranking and you're able to see whether or not that item is restricted. And so obviously you would not be able to send in the restricted items, but let's say a their bestseller ranking is 20,000 in toys. That's probably a pretty good item because imagine, you know, how many toys there are on Amazon. Probably in the hundreds, the upper hundreds of thousands. So then being at a 20,000 bestseller ranking is probably pretty good. But what if you find like a camping item and it's at a 20,000 bestseller ranking? That probably doesn't hold as much clout as in the toy department of Amazon because there's just not as many items. So you have to really look at to see what the bestseller ranking is to see if you want to purchase that item and if that margin is there for you because it might not sell once you send it into Amazon and then you're probably having to pull it back out and send it back to yourself. So I always stick with toys. I find that toys are very easy to sell especially in a particular time frame. So I usually do retail arbitrage from August to November. And I just do it for fun, quite honestly, because I'm out shopping all the time with my kids anyways. And so it's just fun for me to scan in deals that I find. And I happen to love to find deals. So then if I see something for like $5 at Walmart that looks really expensive, my curiosity is peaked and I need to scan that item. 
So it's really because I'm spending that time there anyways, because retail arbitrage can get to be really time consuming. If you're going to different stores, scouring for deals and trying to find those items, plus putting that initial money in, sometimes it does take a lot of your time um, because you're having to find just the deals that make it worth your while. And so I do this around Christmas season and after that back to school season because I find that there's the best deals during that time. And then also that's when people are purchasing for Christmas. And so then um, I try to find toys and then I send it in. And the last couple years I've done this, I've made like maybe two, $300 each time. And that was just by sending in I don't know, like maybe four or five boxes at the end of the at the end of the season. I don't go really heavily into it because my time is not best spent doing retail arbitrage. But like I said, I do it for fun and that two to three hundred dollars, I always think of it as extra money that I'm making for Christmas. So this is money that I think that, oh, I'm just gonna do it for fun and then I'm gonna spend it on extra presents that I can get for my girls and I can spoil them rotten with an extra two to three hundred dollars and not be phased by it because I made that little bit of extra doing retail arbitrage. So the next way is by doing print-on-demand books through CreateSpace. Now, CreateSpace is, I'm not sure if it's owned by Amazon, but it's definitely Amazon's partner. They are a partner that's integrated into Amazon where if you buy a book on Amazon and it's printed on demand through CreateSpace, there is no inventory in the Amazon warehouses. So you're sending in a digital file of the book that you're writing, and then when somebody orders your book, that book is being fulfilled through CreateSpace, which is a print-on-demand provider for Amazon. So it's really cool because you you just have the initial time of writing a book and self-publishing it. And then if you can get that sale on Amazon, then you're not having to spend on a you know 1,000 run to ship your books into Amazon. Amazon is simply printing them for you through CreateSpace. So CreateSpace is an easy way to print your books if you do have that yearning to write a book and you can get it out there to the masses you'll be able to print on demand and not have that inventory in, but you'll have a product, you'll have your book that you're selling, and then you're able to be on the Amazon platform. So the next way is through affiliate programs. Now, I'm gonna do a little mini series on affiliate programs because it is by far the easiest way to make money on Amazon. And this is because you're getting a referral fee or an affiliate fee for all the other products that you are referring on Amazon. So Amazon calls its affiliates associates. So there's three different ways to get onboarded and that's through the regular associates, there's the influencer associates, and there's the local associates. So I'll be going in depth in my mini, mini series since these are mini, mini sodes and you'll be able to see which one best suits you. But you know what my favorite thing about this affiliate program is, is that let's say that someone comes in through my link for a microphone that I recommend. And so they buy that microphone, they put it into their cart, but while they're at it, they buy a 10-piece luggage set. And that luggage set was $300. I will actually make an earning from that entire purchase. So it really depends on which category it's in. It varies from 4% to 10% what I'm going to get paid out, but I make money for the entire purchase. So I don't know about you, but when I'm buying on Amazon, I rarely get just one thing. I buy at least two things because I need, you know, the shampoo for my kids and whatever else. 
even though I have a package arriving on my doorstep every single day, I'm literally buying two or more items every single time. So if you refer a specific item and it gets put into the cart, you make earnings for the entire cart. And like I said, it varies from four to 10% depending on which category, but that is really cool, right? I mean, you didn't do a darn thing. Besides, put a link out there that had your associate link behind it. And it just makes it so easy. Everybody is shopping on Amazon. And Amazon has everything, everything imaginable under the sun. And like I said, I'll be going more in depth on that in this mini series coming up because I really think that it's just the easiest way to make money on Amazon using products. So the last and final way that you can make money on Amazon that I wanted to go over is Merch by Amazon. Merch by Amazon is a beta program that's offered by Amazon. So then you have to actually apply. I've never seen anyone ever get rejected, but it takes a couple months. So just a heads up on that. So you apply with your email. And then after you get into the system, you're able to upload artwork that goes on t-shirts. And then once somebody orders that particular t-shirt on Amazon, you're making a cut of it. So Amazon actually prints it on demand. The great thing about that is that you're not having to do any sort of inventory. You're not printing any t-shirts. You're not fulfilling any orders. You're simply putting the artwork up there. So let's say that you had a t-shirt up there that says hashtag resist and somebody buys that t-shirt for $20 and it costs Amazon, I don't know, like $16 to make, you're making $4 for that t-shirt and you're not doing a darn thing besides putting that artwork up there. Now I've attempted to make money doing this um, by going through merch by Amazon. However, I found it really, really hard to get any sort of traction on my listings. I was able to get some orders for some breast cancer awareness t-shirts that I had done. And then I donated some of the money to breast cancer awareness in the October months. And then in the holiday months, I had a few t-shirts up there that sold, but really I've never sold more than like six or seven t-shirts, but I just started this a couple months ago, you know, right before October. And so I think that the best person to utilize this program is someone who has an existing audience. So you take the link and you're able to send it out to your existing audience and you're able to sell merchandise, which is so cool with no inventory and no risk at the beginning, no investment besides the time of putting together those t-shirts, right? The thing that is really hard about Merch by Amazon is that it's not linked up to the pay-per-click system, so the advertising system, and it's not you don't have any access to the back-end keywords like you are with regular listings. So through this, when you submit your graphic for the t-shirts, you get to see what you're putting into the listing, but you have no back-end access, so you're not able to put in different words or different keywords that somebody might input if they're searching for your product. So it's really hard to gain momentum and to get people to your listing unless you already have that link and you're marketing it yourself. So if you have an existing audience, you should definitely try Merch by Amazon. So that's it, you guys. That's the six different ways you can make money on Amazon using products. So let's do a quick round robin of everything that we went over. So the first way was by having your own brand on there. That's when you're the manufacturer. That's what I'm doing with the little labels. The second way I went over was private labeling. That's when you're importing from China and putting a new label on there. 
Third way is retail arbitrage. That's when you're buying at a discount and reselling on Amazon. And fourth way is by print-on-demand books and having it fulfilled through Amazon's partner, CreateSpace. Fifth way was the affiliate program, which is known as Associates, and that is when you get a cut by referring other or other people's products, and I'll be getting more in-depth on that coming up. And then also the last and final way that I went over was Merch by Amazon, which was print-on-demand t-shirts where you're providing the artwork and getting a cut of the t-shirts sold on the Amazon platform. So that's it, you guys. I hope that was helpful, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you did, please make sure to write a review for us and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks, everyone, and have a great week. This episode was brought to you by our mastermind, Multi-Stream Machine. Multi-Stream Machine is our 12-week program that takes the high-level knowledge of two product-based experts, myself and Jacqueline, combined with all the inspiration, accountability, and magic of a peer mastermind. We coach the hot seats through their struggles, facilitate the advice of all their fellow product-based masterminders, and help to focus everyone on more sales. Believe me, it's not only business-changing, it's life-changing. And we want you to be a part of it. Go to www.theproductboss.com slash mastermind to learn more or to apply now. All right, product bosses, let's make it happen.